Before we start on with the show, the Second Generation Banana Podcast would like to acknowledge that this is a Canadian podcast in Edmonton, Alberta, and is hosted on Treaty 6 territory, a traditional meeting grounds, gathering place, and traveling route to the Cree, Diné, Blackfoot, Soto, Nakota Sioux, as well as the Métis. We acknowledge all the many First Nations, Métis, and Inuit whose footsteps have marked these lands for centuries. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm your host, Kui Eric. I'm a cis male with pronouns him, his, and you are listening to the SGB Second Generation Banana Podcast. In every episode, we dive into real and entertaining stories with a hint of some whitewashed Asian flavor. Thanks for coming back to uh, check out today's episode. It's a special one, um, and I'm glad you're here with us today. Uh, so just a couple life updates before we get right into the episode. Um, I hate camping. I don't know why you guys do it. I don't know why this province is obsessed with it, but uh, I did it for the first time. I went out with my girlfriend, spent time with her family. I made a TikTok video, if you want to check that out, of uh, me being absolutely useless and her turning on me. Uh, (laughs) But uh, it was fun. I don't get the hype, but uh, let's uh, let's talk about it. Anybody that's uh, pro camping, I guess. Uh, I started therapy, which was cool. I also met Janice Irwin, the MLA for Edmonton Highlands, and she was pretty cool as well. And also, for those of you um, totally into uh, all the Marvel news, we've recently come out with the third episode. Weave, I say weave as if I'm part of Disney. Um, There are now three episodes out for the What If series that is uh, on Disney Plus, and the movie Shang-Chi will come out next week so that'll feature um marvel marvel's first asian-led superhero uh simu lu reprising the role of shang chi and come support all right uh so you might be wondering why on a filipino canadian podcast we're dedicating an entire episode to spider-man and my response to that is this uh so what i'm tired of talking about covid19 and i want to talk about something fun uh please get vaccinated remember that kids under 12 can't get the vaccination yet and there's plenty of kids out there not just filipino canadian that are into superheroes and the superhero genre uh, i wanted to take this opportunity to jump on the bandwagon that i'm sure plenty of other dude bros on their podcasts are going to talk about so on today's spoiler filled episode we will explore our thoughts and theories on the new spider-man no way home trailer that came out on august 23rd uh now i don't personally read the comics uh but like my guest does And he's one of the biggest Spider-Man fans that I know. So let me introduce to you uh, this guy, Alexi. uh, He's a close friend of mine and for a long time. uh, We met in junior high and have been on a lot of adventures since then with a lot of people. Uh, He's a great guy. He's currently studying at the UVA and has a passion for anime and women that look like they're from anime. So give it up, everybody, for Alexi. Hello, thank you for having me on. Thank you for exposing me right away. <laughs> How you doing, man? Not too bad. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for uh, joining me on today's episode. I really appreciate it. And let's get right into it. So, Alexi, um, what did you think of the... <laughs> Before we even get into the actual trailer, uh, what did you think of the low-quality trailer that got leaked the day before? Oh, ignore my cell phone. What do you think? Not all, not, not all heroes wear capes, man. <laughs> Like someone had to do it. <laughs> someone uh, took the took it for the team and got stabbed by Kevin Feige. <laughs> someone uh, said, "With great power comes great responsibility." 
They were like the Mary Antoinette of our like modern day. Mary Antoinette <laughs> said, let them eat cake. This guy said, let them have a trailer. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple things that like you, you really couldn't make out what was happening, but um like you could tell there was like Doc Ock at the end. Um, I personally didn't even see the Green Goblin reveal until the actual trailer. I, I could not understand a single. I couldn't understand a single word in that trailer. Like, it was all <laughs> mumble for me. And then Doc Ock, I was like, okay, like he's jumping through the Spider Man. There's low bad CGI here. Okay, Doc Ock. Okay, yeah. So we have Sinister Six coming up. And Sinister Six. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Like the last time, um, actually, we saw the Sinister Six all together was in the Spider Man PS4 game, and so. At, we've uh we've we've been teased with it with the um um the second the andrew garfield spider-man series where it showed all the enemies like coming together at the end with all their tech but uh, now it's finally gonna happen yeah it's a big uh big fuck you to andrew garfield actually (laughs) because his 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 third spider-man movie was supposed to be sinister sex and like no we're gonna take your villains and put them in tom holland's i what happened with him again they just rebooted it. They just said, like, like there was, I don't think there was any dispute between Andrew Garfield. Like, he wasn't asking for any extra money. It's just because they had a new deal with Disney. They said, okay, let's bring a new face into, like, into into Disney somewhere so they could set the tone for Spider-Man that fits the Disney Marvel universe. Whereas, you know, you look at his Sony-verse, like, with, like, Andrew Garfield, there's a little bit more darker tone compared to, like, previous Marvel movies under Disney. So yeah. that's why they kind of did the reboot to like, you know, give like a fresh face and a fresh tone for that Spider-Man, you know? Yeah, 100%. Uh, so what is it about Spider-Man that drew you to him and his character uh, going way back? Um, his body. Oh, <laughs> all, all of the no. bodies? <laughs> yeah, man, who doesn't want eight limbs wrapped around them? um no actually when i was three like my mom would always like put on spider-man for me like that was the thing i was like the most attracted to as a kid like i remember watching fox kids on saturday mornings and they would have like the 1993 spider-man playing and just since then i was just such a fan and as i grew up older and i could like kind of grasp the concept of spider-man about how you know this whole like great power comes great responsibility just I think that's something so easy for a lot of like kids, like, or just anyone growing up, like to like adapt that into the morality. Whereas where it's, you know, like if you know you can do something for like the good or good or like the betterment or helping someone else, like you should feel motivated and inclined to take that step and do that, take that action and do it. Um, And then like, I just feel like Spider-Man compared to like Iron Man, like all, a lot of these like heroes like Iron Man, they're like rich, right? Like their powers and like their like tech, like they're kind of like, they have like all this, like these resources that they can tap into and do. Whereas Spider-Man is more like relatable for anyone where like you kind of have to make do with like your situation and like what you have. Um, another thing is that like you take away this from Spider-Man, what he deals with, you know, his two lives between being a superhero and like juggling his personal life is like, you can apply that to things we do as kids in school. You know, you're a kid juggling your responsibilities of doing like your schoolwork compared to like partying in high school. Like, you know, like which one are you going to give up and which one are you going to pursue and what are the consequences of pursuing each of those? 
and you know you see like those consequences in Spider-Man when you know okay he decides to share his identity with Gwen Stacy but then she dies kind of thing right like it's like same as okay you go to this party but then you fail your bitch on the next day yeah like you can't have both and then be perfectly fine like there's always a struggle yeah exactly there's always an internal struggle and you see that with Spider-Man as he gets older you know like you see that in Civil War where he has to decide between the two factions. I guess he's going to go Captain America, who he relates a lot of his morals with, or Iron Man, who's his like mentor and like hero he looks up with. So I feel like 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 that that those kind of things about Spider-Man, like just his personality and his like struggles and being able to like relate to that in like our own like personalities. I think that's what draws me to Spider-Man the most out of all the superheroes. I love that, man. That was really deep. For me, I uh, I mean, I love Spider-Man too, obviously not to the same extent, but I, you know, obviously like you grew up watching, um, uh, oh my God, <laughs> Tobey Maguire's <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, and then like the the game that I played the most probably growing up was um, Spider-Man 2 on, uh, on GameCube where uh, you would swing around. It, would, it was like uh, Tobey Maguire's voice and he would do pizza missions with the iconic... <laughs> pizza delivery song that uh you sometimes i think me and my brother listen to like when we're trying to get ourselves stressed out on purpose because it keeps getting faster and faster anyways um i i love spider-man i love the the villains that are in it like they're so iconic like i love you know venom i love so much um you know obviously doc ock like he was like incredible like in the video games just how he looked and um you know, like, Doc. Sorry, did I say Doc Ock? Sorry, <laughs> how am I fucking up now? Uh, <laughs> as long as you don't say Mysterio, DC, DC villains. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. No, Mysterio, Mysterio, Doc Ock, and Car- and Venom, and Carnage were my favorites. But yeah, I loved it so much. And uh, I mean, I, I wasn't. Uh... Okay, we'll just cut that part. I don't, I don't know what I was gonna leave off with there. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, so let's get, let's get right into it. Uh, what were no, your... keep this raw. Don't don't, don't edit it. Keep it don't... raw. Let them let them, let them hear it. Let let no. everybody hear my fuck ups. Like, <laughs> just like that. Okay. Um, what were uh, some of the um, what are your initial thoughts after watching the Far From Home trailer? The Far From it's Home some... trailer. I thought I thought the Far From Home trailer was great. Like it shows a Mysterio. But if you're talking about the the No Way Home, oh trailer, my goodness! Then like I could I could say holy more about, shit! Like if you want to recall movie from like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> also, Eric, it's pronounced Shang Chi. He says it in the trailer. It's Shang Chi, not Shang Chi. <sighs> yeah, I'm an uncultured swine. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Before we get into the trailer, since Eric is saying how much he loves Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Let me tell the viewers a story here. Here we go. I was in grade nine. And Spider-Man 3 came out on a Friday. And I decided to skip school for Spider-Man. But I called in. Oh. I had my mom call in and tell the teachers I was sick. <laughs> my math, my, my grade nine math teacher goes to everyone. Oh, Alexi's feeling sick today. My best friend at the time, Eric Houston here. I've known this guy for, for 17 years. This was our third year of knowing each other. Alexi's not sick. He went to go watch Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
I come in Monday, my teacher's like, Alex, how are you feeling? I'm like, oh, I feel better. She's like, how's Spider-Man? I'm like, I didn't watch Spider-Man. I was sick. <laughs> and then everyone in the class is like, no, that's not what Eric said. <laughs> oh, you know, you know the scene in Tobu in Spider-Man where he's like, and that's why I called you here, Peter. I'm the other guy. <laughs> oh, with James Franco and when you yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we'll put some dirt in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the memes that came out of like the the Raimi trilogy were so good. Like oh Bully Maguire. Bully Maguire makes me check start. it out on YouTube. It's yeah. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for okay. the expose. I guess that's just going back and forth like the whole episode. Um do you enjoy how trailers these days from Marvel are handled? Do you think that they set expectations too high or too low? Or do you think they're just right? What are your thoughts? I think they definitely got better with it now. Um, I feel like before they revealed too much of the movie, like I definitely think for Homecoming, the first Spider-Man movie, they showed the whole trailer in the first movie. Like they showed where he was in the beginning, where he was in the middle, where he was going to be at the end. And they even showed like the ending scenes and i just felt like they showed too much of the movie in like two minutes that you didn't have to go watch the movie because like when i watched the movie i was kind of like underwhelmed with homecoming i'm not gonna lie because i saw all like the highlighted action scenes in the trailer before like they showed that and then far from home it got a little better like they didn't expose that like mysterio was going to turn villain but they still showed like all his suits right throughout the movie they showed like the black Mm -hmm. suit they showed his black and red suit at the end and his iron spider suit Whereas I would have preferred they kept like a suit hidden to like, you know, like be like, oh, wow, I got a new suit kind of thing, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel like that's done because they're trying to sell toys. Like, I feel like it's really like people don't uh, always remember that, but like, like with Disney, like they're always trying to sell the newest like Marvel toys. Um, and they, they, they give out so much spoilers on the movie. And so much so that like you can see like a whole video come out based on theories of the movie just because of like an action figure that came out but yeah it's a lot i i I agree that like a lot of what like theories that came out before this trailer like kind of proved that those theories were right just because of like they saw like leaked toys or like alfred molino like confirming that he's back in spider-man and how Mm -hmm what fans thought how he would be revealed in this movie and i kind of agree like like yeah some theories were like you can definitely like make theories based off that especially like hardcore marvel fans who like read the comics and know like each person's motivation and action just by telling off like the toys that they can like kind of decide like oh like what kind of action is going to take place after that yeah definitely so who are you looking forward to the most in this movie? Was it the, like, after seeing this trailer, was it the Doc Ock reveal that got you the most hype? Was it the Green Goblin one? Or is there something else that you think is you're, you're, you're going to be most excited for? For me, like, like, so I'm trying to have, like, I'm not trying to set the bar too high because I don't want to go in the theater and, like, mm-hmm. watch the credits roll. I'm like, okay, like, I'm waiting for more kind of thing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, Wishful thinking, I want to see Tobey Maguire. I want to see him have a big role. But then, realistically, you have to remember that it's Tom Holland's movie. Tom Holland is a new Spider-Man. Like, it's the focus on him. Like, if you bring all these, like, other Spider-Men, it's kind of going to take away from his, like, 
his spotlight, right? Like it's gonna like yeah. everyone's gonna want more from these Spider-Man than Tom Holland. But at the same time, I think by showing like villains from the Garfield and the uh, Maguire universe that they would have to show Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield at some point because then fans would leave the theater disappointed, including myself. Yeah, I think so. It's true. I think that we've spent like the last, I think it's been longer than a year that we've been waiting for this trailer to come out. And then we've just been building expectations. Like I don't know where when the rumors started coming out that like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire would come and then all three Spider-Men would be in this movie. Um, Maybe it was after Spider-Verse um when we just thought that this might be a reality maybe it was when um marvel uh had that whole dispute with sony i know that that was like a huge turning point for a lot of people um just like so much crazy shit that day um but um yeah like i i think that like for me personally uh, you're right uh you don't want to read into it too much i think that like it's starting because it's starting to sound a lot like Endgame, where it's like, oh, like everybody's in it. Like, how, how are we going to enjoy? How's every uh, character going to get enough screen time um, that they deserve? Or are we going to get just cameos? Or like, how are they, if, if we are going to get all three Spider Man, how are they going to implement the characters? So, you know, this says this, this movie has the potential to be great. Um, do you think that this movie has the potential to? be unanimous among all like all spider-man fans whether it's mcguire or holland or um andrew garfield that's your favorite do you think that this movie has the potential to make it everybody's favorite if if it's done right yeah no 100 i think like everyone's already on board from all three universes to be honest like with this just this trailer seeing like electro seeing the lizard seeing uh Green Goblin, hearing William Defoe's laugh, seeing Alfred Molina's uh, dog cocker, and I think everyone's like, from like every like Spider-Man fan is gonna be at that movie for sure. Like it's gonna sell out like for the whole week straight. Yeah, probably. You know, probably beating Shang Chi. <laughs> yes, Shang Chi. Fuck. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So with uh, with the trailer, we've already have. Um, four people from the Sinister Six Doc Ock, Green Goblin Electro, Sandman then people are saying Lizard is going to be in the movie and you can like pause the trailer at certain points to see him I don't really see Lizard to be honest and see that's the thing for me I I think if it's not Lizard it makes sense for it to be Scorpion and the reason why I say Scorpion is because if you're bringing in all these villains from other universes, you should have villains, like the new villain rise up from the Holland universe. And because like in the comics, J. Jonas Jameson is the one, like the man behind Scorpion. Like he hires this guy to like be Scorpion so then he can like prove like Spider-Man is like a fraud and like all these things. Spoiler if you didn't know that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> now you guys know. <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, and that was because now that we have J. Jordan Jameson in this, and he's like, you can tell, like, at the end of Far From Home, he's like really against Spider Man. Like, he looked up to Mysterio. So he's obviously against Spider Man. He's out to get Spider Man. So it makes sense for his motive to, you know, this like superpower being who becomes a villain known as scorpion to go after spider-man so then if we if you include scorpion 
into the mix. We're still missing one more. Do you think that they just bring in Vulture? I don't think it's Vulture, actually. So I haven't, like, this is part of my theory. So I think if, like, villains are being ripped from different universes, then this makes sense for villains or characters from Tom Holland's universe to go into other universes. And the villain, and you would have to watch the trailer based on Morbius. And if you watch the trailer based on Morb- uh, for Morbius, it, there's a, a poster that says, where is Spider-Man? So Spider-Man's not, Spider-Man exists in that universe. And if you look at the picture of Spider-Man in that trailer, it shows Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. But right. again, they're saying, where is Spider-Man? So I think at that time, Spider-Man is in Tom Holland's universe. But then if you keep watching the trailer, it shows Michael Keaton's Vulture in Morbius. So I yeah. think my theory is that more like Vulture was sucked out of Tom Holland's universe into the Maguire universe. And he's and Morbius actually takes place the same time that this movie is taking place. Oh, OK. So there's there's going to be you're, you're predicting that there's going to be a mix in from the current MCU and the um, the Sony Spider-Man. Uh, verse. And I think that's what makes sense. Like, I think it makes sense that Sony does play characters from their Sonyverse into this movie, rather it be like a cameo. Like there could be like a scene where he's traveling through the multiverse and you see like, like mirrors or windows of like each, uh, all these multiverses where it shows Tom Hardy's Venom, it shows Morbius, it shows like Craven or like any other movie that like uh, Sony has lined up just so then it makes that possibility there that yeah, Tom Holland's Spider-Man will cross over with Venom at some point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You could see that. And I think that with the way that the movies are set up now, like with Loki, with Doctor Strange, WandaVision, like all these implications of the multiverse, like if the shit's going to happen now, like it's going to happen. Like so and like they can easily explain. I just made the way that they've set up the building blocks and foundation makes it easier, easy for um, the movie to explain it from a different number of ways. Yeah, no, I, I agree. The only thing is that I think like, if you watch WandaVision, if you watch Loki, like spoiler warning for those crybabies out there who are going to be like, oh, why don't you just give me <laughs> You know, like we see at the end of like Wanda and like and Loki that like, you know, uh, is it Selfie? Selfie? Sylvie, yeah. Her name? Yeah, Sylvie. She, you know, kills a variant of Kane the Conqueror and starts the multiverse. But then, you know, Wanda Vision, you know, they say Wanda started the multiverse. And then you see Doctor Strange and he starts the multiverse. Like, who started the multiverse? You know, like, there's all these, like, multiverse, like, triggers. And, like, you you wonder if, like, once, like, if they all, like, if those three triggers, like, clashed into each other and, like, made it even worse. So it makes sense. Like, I would I would like to see, like, at some point... A reference to like either Loki or like WandaVision inside um in Spider-Man for uh No Way Home. Yeah. Oh, you got the right you got the right movie. <laughs> um but yeah, definitely. You want to see that continuity between the Disney Plus shows and um the MCU. I, I don't think we're gonna hear mention of uh, the new Captain America for quite some time. Uh <laughs> that's that's kind of like old news right now as everything's kind of unwinding, but uh that was a great show too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. No, and like even like you were saying, like this movie is going to do better than Shang Chi. Like I hope people go and watch Shang Chi because I feel like Shang Chi is definitely like if you look at like the trailers and like 
the way he's like handling the rings like you know Shanchi should be a new avenger like if they're going to support the new avengers like they should like like you guys should go watch Shanchi and support it yeah definitely all right so let's head right into our seabass system so this is a system i'm pretty sure has been used elsewhere i see it all the time with like these instagram like tiers so we're going to I'm going to explain this to you. So we're going to use the CBAS CBAS tier ranking system for theories that we have for Spider-Man far um far from home. I keep oh. I keep fucking it up. It's <laughs> no way home. God I wrote far from home everywhere all over my my outline here. <laughs> um okay, so with C so CBAS C is the lowest ranking tier recurring to a common theory that is most likely going to happen based on trailer evidence of the movie and other factors and every tier above bas uh they they represent theories that are more and more uncommon that are less likely and uh, and 100 times more wild so we're going to trade theories here starting with c um did you want to start alexa do you want me to start i want you to start okay so here's my c ranked theory my theory is charlie cox will not rep- reprise his role and return as Daredevil in the movie because, one, we haven't seen him in the trailer. Two, it would bring in too many characters in the movie. Three, he wouldn't have enough screen time to do him justice uh, if he was in the movie. And four, the fact that Spider-Man is going to Doctor Strange to ask for his help with clearing his name instead of a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> and I, it, it might be... You, we never know. Like I don't know if this uh, issue that he has will even be resolved. Uh, in the time of this movie like it just might because you have like doctor strange in the multiple multiverse of madness as the next mcu movie coming out after spider-man so we don't know if all the problems in the spider-man movie are going to be fixed we might we're going to see the villains you might you know they might be defeated or there might be some kind of ending but like i don't know there, i feel like there's so much going on that like they're going to use doctor strange the multiverse of madness to kind of you know maybe untangle any loose ends and i spider-man's confirmed to be in that movie anyways i believe so that is my c rank theory what do you have alexi um my c rank theory is that these marvel fanboys are too horny to see mephisto that i like I, everyone <laughs> thinks mephisto since wandavision everyone thinks mephisto's mephisto's the wall in you know in wandavision yeah Mephisto's the broker in Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, Mephisto's the is the variant they're chasing in Loki, and then Mephisto's Doctor Strange. No, Mephisto's yeah. not in this movie. Like, like I don't think Mephisto's gonna be introduced until like Ghost Rider comes in or like you know something else. Like, I just don't like. Yeah, no. But there's a photo of Spider Man with devil horns. Yeah, they said that confirmed. Dare, dare, I saw a post saying that confirms Daredevil. Oh, like. <laughs> Like, sure, that confirms Hellboy too. Why not? <laughs> Spider Man's an atheist. Like, I don't know. Like, 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 like <laughs> I don't know what you, what you guys are trying to do here. But no, um, what else? The common theory is well, yeah, we're getting this in it. Like, it makes sense that we're getting this in six. I just hope having so many villains in one movie that they do it right. Cause I know that was like a fumble on the third Spider-Man movie of Tobey Maguire's, you know, like, helping in, like, the new Goblin, Sandman, and, like, Venom, like, they, they, they said they was too crowded with too many villains. So, like, to do right. this, like, you know, 
personally, I would have liked to see this been like Sinister Six into a two-part movie, like how they did with the Endgame and um, Infinity War. It would just would have made more sense and more story to go over. But I think they can do it right. Like I feel like you know, like after like, they do learn through their mistakes, and they do have some good writers. Like John Watts is a pretty good, uh, pretty solid uh, director. So I think he knows what mm-hmm. he's doing with that. Um, so this I is do also think- C level theory. Yeah, this is this okay, is okay. this is like still my C level theory. Um, and then yeah, like I like I agree with you. Like this, I don't think all the problems can be solved in this movie because it has to like directly go into um, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, yeah. I don't think Mephisto's in the movie. That's my C my C level. Mephisto's not in the movie. Okay, so my C level is Daredevil. Is not going to be in the movie. Yours is that Mephisto won't. Okay, uh, I'll go with B. So my B-level theory is that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will both appear in the movie at some point. Um, my brother, Kevin, I was speaking to him earlier, uh, seeing what his theories were. He thinks that Tobey Maguire is going to appear as Uncle Ben in the movie. And um, he'll uh, be that answer to that. A lot of people have been wondering, where's Uncle Ben in the MCU? Uh, he thinks that Toby will be like some kind of cameo because he's supposed to be dead. Like I, that's whole, that's uh, you know, Spider-Man's whole inspiration for becoming Spider-Man. Um, and he thinks that he'll just be, yeah, I, I think it's bullshit. <clears throat> I don't, I don't think this is going to happen. Uh, I'm sorry, Kevin. I love you. You got a tattoo because of my love for you, but uh, no, that's a stupid theory. Uh, I think the MCU doesn't give two shits about uncle Ben because it's all about, uh, t- Uncle Tony and Iron Man's Uncle legacy. Tony. Iron Man's legacy to uh to uh Peter, whether we like it or not. But uh, I do think they're gonna be in the movie. I I did see some tweets from people uh I guess that are close to the movie saying that he was confirmed. I get the one um I can't remember his name, but the instruct that the one instructor from um Far From Home that talked about like witches. Like I, th- oh, I guess yeah. he he was interviewed and he, he said that like Tommy Maguire is going to be in the movie. I don't know if he's just like, you know, creating content for all of us to like uh, <laughs> ponder about. But uh, yeah, I I think I do think that they're both going to be in the movie. That's my B level theory. Okay, Lexi? my B level theories. I, I I agree. I think they're both going to be in the movie. Like it just like I said, like to show like villains from their universes, but not them. Like it'd be kind of like a slap in the face. You know, it's like saying. Actually, I can't say that. I might get canceled. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, you can careful. edit this. You can edit this part. Out. I was gonna say. And it doesn't happen. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Save this for the Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, oh my goodness. Okay, so then I'm gonna reset statement. Um. But yeah, to show all the villains from like different universes, but not the actual Spider-Man come into play, it would like be a slap to the face, kind of. I would feel. But then again, like they could say, "Oh, well, this is Tom Holland Spider-Man." You know, it's not like Tom McGuire and stuff. But um, I do feel like they will be in the movie just because, um, it would be it would be like closure for like old like previous uh, fans who are waiting for that fourth Spider-Man movie from Tobey Maguire who are waiting for the Sinister Six movie from Andrew Garfield like this would just be a good like send off to that like just have them come in and their arc and kind of let them go from there. Um, but to Kevin's uh, shout out, Kevin, um, Kevin's theory about <laughs> Uncle Ben. 
uh i don't think it's actually like like it's not far-fetched like i feel like if they were really? to do it they were to do it you have like toby mcguire like swing as spider-man then he takes off his mask and tom holland sees uncle ben like he, that the, in his universe toby mcguire is uncle ben but then he's spider-man in his universe so, and so then he uncle gets... ben is not only toby <laughs> mcguire but also spider-man but also not dead <laughs> no what i'm saying is like Tom McGuire Spider-Man swings it from the McGuire universe, takes off his mask, and then uh, Tom Holland's like, oh my gosh, Uncle Ben? Like, he gets confused for a second because he looks like a younger version of oh, Uncle Ben. Oh, okay, okay, you know? okay, okay. And then he's right. like, no, I'm Spider-Man. I'm Peter Parker kind of thing, you know? Who the fuck is Uncle Ben? <laughs> no, um... Martha? <laughs> How do you know that name? <laughs> okay, okay. So you're giving it some credit. Okay. So um, or, like, I would, like, or like maybe like in a face off between the Spider Man, like they like accuse Tom Holland of being like a phony and stuff, and they fight him or something like that, you know? Or like we get, yeah, I guess I'll say that for my next tier theory. But um, B list. What else is B list? I do think there's gonna be an important character death in this movie. It would just ha- like because now that's like the end of his like first trilogy, like in high school, like this is his senior year. Like you should end it. I think a character death is necessary. Okay. To for him to have character development and growth and be a more mature Spider-Man in the next set of trilogies coming out. Wow, that's that's a B-level theory. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Okay, I mean, I was gonna like, there's so many characters gonna be in the, introduced in this movie. There's probably gonna be more than one death. Like, uh, I don't know, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right, let's go with A rank theory. So my A rank theory is that there will be another hints at Miles Morales being in this movie. You've heard it here. Uh, they've for one, they've also they've already included his uncle Aaron Davis, aka the Prowler in Spider-Man Homecoming. And two, the MCU seems to be setting up some kind of Young Avengers storyline for the future. Uh, for a future MCU project, if you look at the list, they've already included Kate Bishop from Hawkeye, Kamala Khan from uh, as Miss Marvel, Cassie Lang. As stature, uh, Billy and Tommy, so Wicked and Speed from WandaVision, Eli Bradley from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then Kid Loki from Loki. I also think that after three Spider-Man uh, MCU films, they need to set up Miles for future Spider-Man films. Like they got a hint at some kind of like future storyline uh, going on to keep this series going. Because I don't like, I don't like, I personally don't know if this is Tom Holland's last movie with the MCU. Like I don't know. Well, sorry, obviously it's not if he's going to be in uh, Doctor Strange, but like, let's say even if it was like they need to, I don't think they'd want to get rid of Spider-Man completely. Like they got a hint off at some kind of like send off or something to look forward to. And I think Miles is the way to go, especially with the success of um, Spider-Verse. That's yeah, that's my uh, A-rank theory. What do you got? Okay, well, actually, to uh, carry on on your like whole Miles uh, theory, um, in Spider-Man: Homecoming, there's a deleted scene where uh, his uncle Davis is still like uh, webbed up to the car. Trunk, oh yeah, that's right. And he actually he actually calls Miles on the phone and says, "Hey, Miles." So like they 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 definitely dropped the name in MCU already. Mm-hmm. Um, my A-list theory is. So we hear William Defoe's laugh, like everyone thinks like the goblin's back, but I think it's gonna be the same way as he was in Spider-Man two and three, where he was just like it was like more of a projectory kind of thing, talking to Harry to like brainwash Harry to be the next goblin. I feel like and this is for people who read the comics, like 
Ned is actually supposed to become the Hobgoblin at some point in the co- uh, comics. So I would think that maybe like Ned gets exposed to like Goblin Gas or something somehow. And then the Goblin kind of like brainwashes Ned to be the next uh, Goblin and take up the mantle. Because if you look at uh, the actor that plays Ned, he lost like a lot of weight like for this movie. Like he, he like cut down his body fat Jacob and everything. So, yeah. yeah, so it makes sense for him to like, like his role is obviously going to be like step up and do something like a, it's either he becomes goblin or I think that's going to be the death. Um, another theory, a I guess, is that we see Doctor Strange fighting um, Spider Man in the in the trailer. Like he pushes him out of his body. We see, it looks like they're battling on those trains too as well. And if you look at the trailer when he's getting pushed out of his body, you see him holding a box in his hand. So I think yeah. He's he's trying to steal something from uh, from Doctor Strange. He's either trying to steal something from Doctor Strange to help one of the villains because he's being manipulated. Maybe his friends or his enemies being held captive, and he has to go do these things. So that's why he's fighting Doctor Strange for his like items and stuff. So I think like that might be it, or like I, that that's the only like like thing I can logical thing I can think of as them fighting. Not because Doctor Strange is evil, he's Mephisto, like, you need to, like, again, Mephisto's <laughs> not in this movie, like, I'm rolling my eyes so hard right now. Um, I think also that the scene where he's wearing the suit and he confronts Doctor Octopus, I think that's a deep fake CGI of Tom Holland's face onto Tobey Maguire's face. Oh. Yeah. And that, that's, because like, if you, like, I was even looking at, like, other fans, like, they were saying, like, how the suit he wears in that show is the same one that Peter wears in Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3 with a suit and tie. So I think that might be the scene where uh, Dr. Octopus is. Or like you, you see the scene where he's like wearing his Iron Spire suit. I think he's going to get defeated by Dr. Octopus because like his, his spire legs will not like be Dr. Octopus strings. Uh, Dr. Octopus's uh, tentacles. So Another theory I have yeah. is that... Um, Dr. Octopus is actually still being controlled by his uh, tentacles. So that's why oh. he's like evil again. Yeah, that's right. And that's right. Because I, I was like looking at the tentacles and it, it's so weird. Like that, that like what they say is like, if you have a thought, someone else is probably having the same thought. I was looking at the tentacles and if you look at the tentacles, their flashlight, their lights, it's red. And in Spider-Man 2, when, when it was red, that's when they were in control. But then at the end of Spider-Man 2, when he finally be gone to control, they went from red to white. So in the trailer, his tentacles uh lights are red again that's a good theory i i really like that theory i didn't like your other theory because your other theory uh just could have been that uh two spider-man uh both shop at the gap and uh that's where they got their clothes from uh, trailers de- theories debunked uh but no i really like that i i didn't even notice the the color and i completely forgot that um uh, Alfred Molina. I was gonna say Alfred Ravioli. I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, the reason why Alfred Molina's uh, Doc Ock was controlled. Yeah, he was controlled be- by um, the uh, the tentacles. And trust me, we know tentacles. So, uh, yeah, that's gonna be for community shout out later. <laughs> Anime.tv. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, was that that was your those were your E um, E rank, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my S rank is uh, well. It, you've already said it. Um, my S rank theory was that Peter's friend Ned becomes the Hobgoblin in the movie. I actually believe that like 
the audience is like you know how like marvel loves to trick its fans like they included uh in the original trailer for infinity war they included the hulk in that trailer that rushing to wakanda and then we later find out he has like erection i mean he um <clears throat> he has probably an erection what no erect <laughs> i was gonna make an erectile dysfunction joke but that's what they were playing off the whole movie but no like the hulk wasn't in that movie like at his like you know to, to his fullest potential right like everybody got hyped because like he's going into a war against like Thanos's uh minions or whatever but i think that like the laugh that we all thought was um jesus what's his name william defoe well thank you william defriend uh i think that william defoe's uh laugh like we all thought it was william defoe but it's actually ned i think that he gets uh <clears throat> he's got to be like tricked somehow like I, I believe that like there's got to be some mastermind in this in the Sinister Six that's like controlling everybody. Maybe it is Doctor Strange if he's actually Mephisto. No, he's uh, not. <laughs> no, it's but, the, it's the hat it's the hat guy from uh, Andrew Garfield Spider Man that no one knows who it is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just think that like you're right. Like Ned Jacob Adelon lost a ton of weight. He has a hot girlfriend in real life. And, oh my uh, goodness! Good for I, him. <laughs> I think the reason for this is that Kevin Feige demanded this to happen, and whatever Kevin Feige wants, he gets. Um, and so that's going to be the shocking reveal in the movie. Like, how many Spider-Man movies have we seen where like the best the best friends turn on each other? Like, I just think that like Ned's being primed for this role, and the reason like I think that there's so much going on in this movie. There's so much hype. Like, this is one of the movies where it's like, like the trailer. Yeah, the trailer was great, but they didn't even really need to show anything because the like rumors and everything that the fans have generated online have been, you know, tweeting all the time. Like it's there's there's so much traction that like Marvel can do whatever they want and like they can they can hide things in this movie to surprise fans and it'll be a huge surprise. I like and I feel like a, a Ned villain would be I don't I don't know how they do it because Again, this is an eighth. This is an A theory, and like, or sorry, this is a this is an S rank theory. It, it might not be like believable or possible, but like, I just think it's gonna happen. And no matter how un- unlikely that is, I, I think they'll make it happen. But yeah, that's my S rank. And no, I definitely agree that like, there's so much more behind like you know if. You know, Doctor Strange is erasing Spider-Man from everyone's memory that he's Peter Parker. Maybe Ned regains his memory and feels betrayed, but by Peter, like, for erasing his memory that he's Spider-Man. You know, like, why is my best friend, like, hiding this from me again? Like, does he not trust me kind of thing? Like, that could definitely be motives to push someone to, like, you know, turn him. And then they got, like, some of like, sinister mind behind it could, like, use that to, like, and, like, build on that for Ned. To push him over the edge. Um, my aspect theory is that at some point, like I said, like, the whole, like, multiverse thing like they're gonna sony's gonna show every like like all their spider-mans they have under them they're gonna show like either spider-ham or like the animated miles the MCU? That's, yeah like like they're like he's traveling like they're traveling through the multiverse and they see it like you know like oh like, that'd be so cool if there's a montage okay. where he's going through all the, these multiverses and then you see like tom Holland go to the anime the animation universe and oh. he gets animated in the movie yeah like just for like two seconds, like it's like it's like when Scooby Doo is like running through like different doors and I think like, <laughs> kind of like reaching the villain, like no. they're just hopping through yeah. different dimensions. It, it's true. Um, I, sorry, just to cut you off, but like 
with i feel like that's something that the doctor strange movie did really well as he's just going through all these different dimensions you see all this like random weird shit but like yeah but then use that moment to introduce all the characters that's yeah i like that theory sorry go ahead. and then like it's it's good for like sony just to, like market right like definitely um s rank i would like them to introduce madame webb into this because um now that we have mutants in um in spider-man like it would like make sense to like introduce madame webb to like kind of like be there to guide Peter, especially if it's like something if Doctor Strange is evil and Mephisto, like who's the only one that can actually battle like this like cosmic power? It would be Madame Webb to like help them. Um also uh, uh another S rank theory like wishful thinking is that maybe they base this on the ultimate comics where Peter Parker dies at the end. Maybe this is what like motivates Doctor Strange to like actually put an end to the multiverse like Spider-Man dies at the end. You know he dies to uh, be defeating the Sinister Six, and then mm. the, at the end, maybe post credits or whatever, they, or near then, they they introduce Miles Morales and like how it's going to take, uh, how it's going to go in the future is kind of like Ned and like, um, MJ are going to kind of guide him, guide Miles to be like the new Spider Man, kind of like be there for him and help him like get through it all. So like maybe yeah, that that that's like an aspect thing I have in mind. Maybe they'll kill a, uh, this Peter Parker off in this universe. Um, oh, another, another S-Rank theory is, I think, I would, like, I remember hearing a couple of, like, once Deadpool was signed on for uh, Marvel, and once, like, Stan Lee passed away, that they were looking at making Deadpool the new, like, cameo in every Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. And I think this would be cool, like, sh- like show uh, Deadpool entering, like, the MCU through, like, a multiverse, like, dimension, a uh, door or something like that in the end. I would like to see Deadpool crossover into spider-man just yeah i he's, think like he's in a lot of the spider-man comics too right yeah and no yeah exactly they go uh they go hand in hand and we've um, already seen the okay i'm interrupting you now the second oh, no, time okay. no please no please like, <laughs> my rights, man. Just, just tell me shut up <laughs> it's fine <laughs> i i just want to quickly say like we we did see deadpool um in that short uh commercial with korg um or um, from um, Thor Ragnarok, and uh, of course, well, he he was there again in uh, Endgame. So I, I think that like, yeah, I I think we might see it sooner sooner than later. But uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and then like I think this would be like a good way to introduce like the symbiote into the Marvel universe because the symbiote already like exists in the Sony universe, and if they're gonna blend sony into uh marvel that maybe have like some of the symbiote like leak out from like a time in the sony verse into the marvel verse and then maybe that's an end credit scene there too like it like you see the symbiote attached to, like peter at the end or like he's like carrying it like on his like backpack or something and that's gonna set up the spider-man 4 movie where he gets the symbiote and then spider-man 4 maybe we'll have him finally go up against tom hardy's venom and tom hardy will be anti-venom by then you know, can't be like that web of shadows kind of like dynamic kind of thing, like the video game. But yeah, no, uh, nice. who do we have so far for villains? We have Electro, we have Sandman. I think Sandman is going to be defending Peter or on his side as an ally at some point because it looks like mm-hmm. in the trailer you see uh, Peter swinging in front of Sandman, but then you see Electro attacking Sandman. So then, like, you have to wonder why he's in the middle. I, th- I think Sandman's going to be an ally. Uh, we have Doc Ock. We have 
one of the goblins. That's four. And then we have either a uh, lizard or um, scorpion. I think scorpion will be in it just because they already showed uh, the character scorpion in the first homecoming. Yeah. And at the end credit scene. And then the sixth member of Sinister Six I would like to see is either Craven the Hunter or Chameleon. Like in this movie, Craven the Hunter? Yeah. Oh, okay. That'd be wild. Because like you would need someone to hunt down Spider-Man. Someone who wants to bring in Spider-Man from the Hollandverse. Because Sp- Spider-Man's a villain in, in the Hollandverse, right? right? He's been accused for killing Mysterio. So the only people you would let you get to like hunt down Spider-Man would be Craven the Hunter or Scorpion. Yeah, I think I think the the motivation is definitely there. Like, if you're gonna pull in villains from different multiverses that have no idea that who this Spider Man is, you got to give them some motivation. Not all of them are gonna be against Peter. Like, they might just be like, I don't know. Like, I I don't know what motivation Sandman would have for defending Peter, but um, I can see it happening. I'm excited for their costumes too. Like we see the trailer, he's running with the black and gold suit. People thought that was like gonna like. That was like a tie into Secret Wars, but if you like, there's spoilers out there that like the, for description of the toys and the figures that it's actually a Doctor Strange magic infused suit for that mm. one. Yeah, I read that too. So uh, it would be nice to see how how they play that out. Um, and yeah, no, I definitely think Ned will be a villain. Like, uh, it makes sense for just like just the way they've been doing all this like production. I do think Toby Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield will be in the movie, maybe. Even like one of the, if if Tom Holland doesn't die in this movie, like maybe they'll keep like a Spider Man around and where it's you know Peter Parker beside like Andrew Garfield Spider Man or Tobey Maguire Spider Man just to show that they're two different beings. So then that passes off and the public doesn't know that Peter Parker is Spider Man anymore. Okay, so that's that's how you think they're inevitably going to do it to clear uh, Peter's name. Yeah. Okay. I, I could see them going the scroll route and just like having like one of like Peter's like or um Fury's like skull scroll friends come in and like shape shift into Spider-Man while uh Tom Holland is out in public so they could be like, oh don't you see? Kind of thing. Um I I always thought that was a possibility. I thought that was like an easy way out, but I don't know. And I agree. Um, at some point, I think they should definitely introduce like Spider Gwen, like going forward for like Spider Man movies. If they're gonna be in Miles Morales, then definitely bring in Spider Gwen or like some Gwen Stacy. Um, yeah, definitely. The thing about like Spider Man movies is that there's just so much potential. There's like there's so much spinoffs of Spider-Man. yeah. There's Spider Woman. There's Spider Man. There's you know his clones like Ben Riley. Um, Kane is in it, Scarlet Spider. You know, there's so much. There's Spider, like at some point, like, you know, like even with DC, like like when DC starts making like Batman Beyond, like I hope then Marvel goes more to the future and does experiment 2099 with Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel the singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Oscar Isaac will play him again. Yeah. Uh yeah, cool. So thank you, Alexi. We're gonna was there any final thoughts on Spider-Man theories before we head into our uh, regular ongoing segments on the show? What Spider-Man movies coming <clears throat> out again? Sorry? What Spider-Man oh, movies coming out? Jesus. No Way Home, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This, 
this episode is on No Way Home. Not what, far what from Mar- home. What Marvel movie comes out on September 3rd? Shang-Chi. 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 Oh my goodness. Someone cancels Ben for all. Someone cancels. I'm not I'm not Chinese. The, this is the second generation banana podcast. Filipino Canadian, not Chinese Canadian. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, awesome. So let's get on to our community shoutouts. Alexi, um, the community shoutout section is a segment on the show where I talk about uh, giving a shout out to the community because I'm a, I'm a huge believer in that it takes a village to raise a child. So this uh, is an opportunity for us to shout out d- different businesses, organizations, maybe stores um, that uh, you think are important that have stood out to you are important to you in some kind of way. So what have you got for community shout-outs? Well, first of all, I want to shout out some Chinese people because obviously Eric does not pronounce their names. Oh, so fuck. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to uh, Stacy Zhu and Coco too. I would like to give a shout out to um, a place I work at, uh, Han John Off-White also, and Slash Round 2. Um, come visit me on the weekends, 10 to 3 a.m. Book your reservation through the Let's Go Round 2 Instagram page. Nice. I would also like to give a shout to a very talented and a very hard worker um, who does her own at-home business known as Casey Bakes. Uh, that's whoop, Casey whoop. Bakes with two S's at the end on Instagram. Please follow her for all your uh, baking needs. She uh, she does great cakes. Like She does Spider-Man cake for me, which was unbelievable. I always order my family and friends. like They get a cake from her. She just did her first wedding cake for a good friend of mine. Um, and which I would also like to shout out those people, my two friends who just got recently married, uh, we, Mrs. Now uh, Rika and Jan Sor- Mr. Jan Serrano. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Eric Houston for having me on this uh, segment today and on today's podcast. Give wow. a shout out to Kevin Houston and his Uncle Ben theory. It's <laughs> Uncle Ben theory. <laughs> Your words do not fall upon deaf ears, brother. <laughs> They mattered to, it mattered to me. <laughs> what does it mean to you, anyways? Everything. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I would like to give a shout to Crunchyroll. Please uh, <laughs> pay, pay for your anime, guys. <laughs> Support anime. Don't just watch it on kissanime.com. That's it's, the shutdown. <laughs> Kiss anime, yeah. Kiss anime got shut down. <laughs> it's only nine ninety nine a month, guys. It's not that much. <laughs> wow. It's a lot of shout outs. I'm going to have to reach out to you for all the Instagram handles if you want me to include that into the, the podcast description as well. Uh, so who I've got for community shout outs this week is Dirty Ice Cream. So Dirty Ice Cream is an organization, their business. Um, I met with Abby, the owner, um, Abby Ulanimo. Sorry if I'm pronouncing her name wrong. Dirty Ice, she, this is the words that she shared with me to promote Dirty Ice Cream. Um, so Dirty Ice Cream is a local ice cream producer uh, inspired by Filipino sorbets, which is a street food in the Philippines. This sister duo pays homage to their Philippine roots by crafting handmade ice cream with a modern twist on classic Filipino flavors. Their focus is to educate the masses on the history of ice cream in the Philippines and the culture behind Filipino sorbets. Their ice cream is available at the Shoe Shine Shack, the Shoe Shine Shack in the Mercer building in downtown and will soon be available at multiple locations, uh, which they will be announcing pretty soon. 
So personally, my favorite flavor from uh, dirty ice cream is the mango flavor. You know, that's how I roll mango over everything. Um, it's really good. So please follow their page and check out what they got. Give a shout out to your favorite sushi place. Uh, I don't eat sushi, so uh, I don't know. So, so not, only I, will, not only will the Chinese people out subscribe, but now the Japanese have left too. Wow, I'm creating enemies <laughs> left and right as uh, we continue on. Actually, I got one more community shout because if I don't shout this person out, she's going to listen to this podcast and she'll be like, where's my shout? Alexi, <laughs> you didn't shout me out? So I would like to give a shout out to one of the most talented hair stylists I know in Edmonton. Uh, her name is Camille. She's from Compound Cuts. And yeah, if yeah. you're looking, ladies, if you're looking for some balayage, hit her up. You know, she's the girl to go to. So yeah, there you go, Camille. Please don't uh, ring my doorbell and beat me down because you know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that shout out was done. Uh, brought to you by Fear. Uh... <laughs> okay, so the next segment on the show is um, Asian of the Week. So I've got two submissions. We just like to shout out Asian people of, of the different Asian races out there, not just Filipinos, uh, for their contributions and how they've stood out to us. Uh, did you want to start with this, Alex, or did you want me to start with this first? Um, I would like to shout out Aquafina, actually. You know, okay. Who's, who, who's, you know, I, I, from what it looks like, she's the lead female star of uh, Shang-Chi. And yeah, like from someone who was just like, you know, small town comedy and working her way up to Hollywood, like, you know, like, I think that's like like her hard work pays off and that's something to like really admire like for like anyone like even small businesses who like you know start small like you can definitely make it big and she's definitely a testimony to that so that's my shout out yeah and she's a rapper too her uh i checked out her songs they were her, her initial songs were about uh eating pussy and uh now she's a major lead she's got her own tv show nora from queens it's just crazy witnessing the journey so i i I uh, support that as well. Uh, so my uh, so my two agents of the week. If we're gonna do a Spider-Man uh, themed episode, you've got to go with Jacob Batalon. He's a Filipino American actor, best known for his role as Ned Leeds in the MCU Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. Again, he is gangster in real life, uh, and personally, his scene. Uh, in Homecoming was one of my the funniest scenes I've seen in any Marvel movie or uh, the he's like help he's the man behind the chair the teachers are like hey what are you doing and he's just like like what are you looking at and he's just like porn uh, I it was it was a fantastic line I'll remember that forever um, so that's my first uh, sh- shout out for Asian of the week my second is Gordon Cormier Gordon Cormier is an 11-year-old Filipino-Canadian child actor that has been cast for the role as Aang in the upcoming Avatar live-action series for Netflix. His Instagram handle is at GordonCormier underscore official, but it's an account run by his parents, so please, please, please don't slide any weird DMs, at least for the next seven years, because you're going to piss off someone's Tito. Gordon Cormier and Jacob Adelon. Thank you. All right. Well, um, you know, thank you, Alexi, so much for coming onto the podcast. Um, really appreciate it. You bringing your knowledge, your theories, they're really well thought out. And I really do hope that we're able to see some of these theories come alive in the movie. Um, oh, sorry. I completely skipped over a section here. Uh, I'll just, Oh quick, shit. We're going to rewind just, guys. Well, reverse of madness. Yeah. 
<laughs> we, we, have, we have the time we have the time stone right now yeah okay here it is we're just gonna quickly go over this tell me if you think this is gonna happen in the movie yes or no we can just go like that personally i think mm-hmm. these are there's some good theories but this is what my friend miles tweeted to me the other day so he's okay let's go through this so he says strange is mephisto because this is actually a movie interpretation of the marvel of the marvel spider-man comic one more day no, absolutely not. No, absolutely give it not. up. Okay, throw, throw those dreams away in the trash. <laughs> Sorry, Miles. Is, I guess it's a unanimous no. Um, we and you know, if if we're wrong, then uh, I guess we owe you. I don't know, but uh, uh yeah, it looks like it's a no. Uh, the second theory is the black suit Spidey means Secret Wars is coming. I don't think the black suit means Secret Wars is coming, but I do think Secret Wars is coming now that Fantastic Four is in. The Marvel verse and confirmed. So once they, they introduce like Doctor Doom, then Secret Wars will come follow soon after. Yeah, and I, I don't know a whole lot about Secret Wars. I thought it was going to be a, a Disney Plus TV show, or that's but then now I'm that, hearing it's going to be a movie. Invasion, like Secret Invasion, like something Invasion. Fuck, I'm mixing it. Invasion there, Wars. There I go again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, Secret Wars. I believe takes place in Latveria. In one of the comics I've read, like Secret Wars is like, you know, kind of like they go to Latveria, which is where Doctor Doom is from. So they haven't introduced right. Latveria yet. So once they do, I do I do think Secret Wars is definitely coming coming up soon. Mm-hmm. But you don't know if it's a direct result of this suit or yeah, no, 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 no. I don't think the suit is like like again, I think that suit is infused with Doctor Strange's magic. Right, 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 right. Okay, cool. Uh next, Defoe and Franco are back as goblins for this movie. Defoe, yes, to some extent. Like, um, because and Franco, I don't know if Franco's gonna be back. I mean, he could be back because there is okay, there is a there's like 0.01% chance that uh Mephisto's in this movie because in the comics, uh Mary Jane and Peter make a deal with Mephisto to bring Harry back from the dead. In the comics, so maybe mm. like you know that he'll bring Harry back into the the dead Maguire universe, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, also, James Franco's uh, facing some sexual assault charges. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that like um, even Seth Rogen like doesn't want to be in movies with him. Uh, yeah, he like these... disowns him. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so you know whether those rumors are true or not, I just don't think he would be in a huge blockbuster movie <laughs> to reprise <laughs> the role. Soon. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to say no on that. And then, so the last theory is not only will Toby and Maguire, sorry, no, not only will Toby and Andrew be back, we're going to see a live action Miles Morales played by Shemake Moore. So Shemake Moore, I believe, played uh, Spider-Man in the Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to play... Miles is because make more is a little bit older. I feel yeah. like they would get someone younger, maybe like the kid. I, I heard like like people want to see the kids from Stranger Things kind of take over as uh, Miles. Because Miles Morales yeah. would have to be if if Peter is going to be 17 in this movie or 16, then Miles would have to be like 12 or like 14 at this age. Miles is supposed to be younger than Peter because he's supposed to look up to Peter as like is idol not like kind of like you can't be on even ground kind of thing yeah uh the actor from stranger things is caleb mclaughlin and yeah well you're a fast typer you go go that fast yeah well you know uh miss lessick taught me um 
but yeah, I, I think that that's right. Like, even if Shamik Moore showed up as like, uh, like the actual Spider Verse, uh, Spider Man into into the movie as we in her previous series as he's traveling through the multiverse, I just think that that wouldn't like I wouldn't like that. I would like to see a live action. Um, if we do get a Miles Morales, I'd rather have him be live action. And I think that the only way Shamik Moore would be able to play him is if he were animated. So I don't see it happening. Okay. Actually, this just reminds me of one of one of my esoteric theories, my wishful thinking theories. That scene where everyone says it's the lizard, a theory that I was like just thinking of, like it could be like an evil version of Peter or like the man spider version of like Spider-Man oh, coming that's... through, like, you know, and he like has to fight himself. Like the man, the man spider. And man spider is like, is like kind of like the Hulk version of like Spider-Man where he has like six arms, two legs, and he like has like a giant spider head kind of thing because his mute his uh mutation would run. Wow, that that that's really wishful thinking. But okay. Good theory. Yeah. Or maybe uh, like Asa Kira will be like Black Cat in the movie, I don't know, or like Riley Reed. Yeah, thanks. Um <laughs> so Alexi, once again, thank you for stopping by on the podcast. So glad to have you. We haven't skipped over everything. We finally went through the whole outline. I appreciate you sticking with it. I just wanted to ask you questions for our listeners. What do you have next in store? And where can our listeners find you on social media? Um, next in store, I will be going back to school next week. I'm trying to I have two more years left of my teaching degree for elementary education. Um, so if you go to the U of A, I'll be there. Uh, if not, if you're, you know, you need a break from studying or like your job or like your kids come to round two on the weekends, it's located on White Up where Hanjan Off White is. It's inside, right beside Hudson's. Uh, it's a basement. Um, we're open on Friday and Saturday for round two, 10 to 3 a.m. So find me there. You can also follow me on Instagram. It's uh, Natsu Dragneel at Instagram. Um, Natsu Dragneel is like one of my favorite like anime characters from an anime fairy tale. I have like his tattoo. If you're wondering where that name came from, and then yeah, that's it. I actually have a question for you, Eric. Okay. So this is an audio call, right? Uh, uh yes. This this video, um, this podcast is all audio. Go ahead. So why did you tell me to take my clothes off for the video? I, what? And good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I didn't tell you to get naked. I still have some messages, damn it. Uh, follow us on Instagram at 2ndgb underscore official. Get a follow back. Also follow our Twitter page where you can join the conversation on Twitter when you use the hashtag SGBpod. This podcast was recorded on Zoom and is available on Anchor FM and Spotify. It is also now available on Google Podcasts as well. Um, so all my Filipino listeners, maraming salamat sa pakikinig ninyo sa akin podcast, which translates to thank you for listening to my podcast. And this was Kuya Eric from the Second Generation Banana Podcast with my guest, Alexi Diaz. I'm so thankful that you came here. Thank you for coming. We're about to split. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks so much. Bye.